Hi everyone, Ollie here. Just to let you know that we split this Disney episode into two parts. The first you are listening to right now, and that is all about Meet the Team with Katie Lou and with Vicky. We have a lovely chat about their time with Wemek to date, and then a lot about Disney. There's some really fun and interesting chat about all things Disney there. And then the second part is going to be coming out in a few days' time, and that focuses on our interview with the amazing Lauren Van Kempen, all about her career to date uh, and all the stuff that she does with Disney with us and some exciting new projects that we have in the pipeline. And then lastly, we have our Wemmick Love section, which is going to be on Disney princesses and all the results are there. So that's enough from me, just to let you know what we're doing and we hope you enjoy the show. I don't think we've spoken enough about Disney on this podcast series just yet. Do you think so, Katie? Uh, definitely not. There's, okay. there's never too much Disney. Good, because um, we've got all the Disney lined up for you, and it's an exciting episode. We're going to keep the intro to this pretty short um, because we have a wonderful Meet the Team segment with Angels Vicky Asprey and Katie Lou Dunkley, who is now obviously a choir leader as well. Uh, we go through the regular questions with them, but we also go delve into their deep knowledge and love of Disney. And uh, we basically rattle on for a little bit longer than anticipated. And it's fine. You're going to love it. And then we have the amazing Lauren Van Kempen, who joined us a few weeks ago did a recording and was wonderfully eloquent uh, about all things uh, musical, Disney, performing, and ultimately we could have happily had her on for several more hours, but maybe we'll have her back very soon as well. Um, and then after that, I believe we are doing our Wemmick Loves, and that one is all about Disney princesses, isn't it? It is. That is the theme for today. It is uh, Disney princesses because Lauren Van Campen is a real-life Disney princess and yep. our Disney connoisseurs uh Vicky and Katie are also for sure princesses so all the princesses today for you guys and me um <laughs> so that's great <laughs> um so yeah I think sit down enjoy and um I think it's a really fun episode and we will get straight to it well we are now in our meet the team segment and we have the wonderful vicky and uh, casey lou with us who are basically one of our virtual angels in vicky um who will hopefully be back in person very soon and then casey lou is one of our choir leaders who generally is at fulham so thank you so much for both coming on the pod hey <laughs> hi thank you for hello us. ladies yeah. Yes, we've got a good good split of uh, angels today, definitely. So, and also some very much veteran angels as well. So we've got a lot to uh, lot to get through. So, I will start us off with the first question, which we do to all of our guests: Who are you? Where are you from? And what do you do when you're not choiring? And then half the fun is deciding which of you is going to go first. Go on, Vicky. Um... I'm Vicky, uh, originally from East London, um, but now I live just north of London in Hertfordshire. Um, I pretty much enjoy doing anything that fully occupies my brain in the given moment. So uh, solving logic puzzles, playing video board game, video games, modern board games, um, and crafting, mostly crochet and cross stitch. Although I am determined to one day make the wonderful Katie teach me how to knit because that is my main aim in my crafting life because I cannot knit to save my life and I can't cro crochet to save my life so you need to swap we'll, those skills. we'll swap <laughs> Katie Lou um, my name's Katie Lou and I'm from uh, the seaside town of Dealing Kent and when I'm not a choir I love um, visiting the theatre uh, performing um, going out with friends and preferably going to wine bars at various locations and my muggle job is I work in a school. Muggle job. Excellent. Love it. Yes. Appropriate choice of word. <laughs> we, we haven't really covered a lot of Harry Potter yet. On the, I'm on the really podcast, surprised so, yeah. it hasn't mm. come up. Mm. 
other possibilities. There's a lot of Harry Potter <laughs> chat generally. Yeah. Yes. So we'll, yeah. We've, made, we've made a note. Excellent. Yes. Well, we've started it now. <laughs> 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 we should do something related to well, which house are you in? But like, that's a, a lot to unpack. So let's not start now. Um, the second <laughs> question is, when did you first join Wemek and how long have you been part of the team? I joined in July 2018 in the second half of the summer term. Uh, first song we, song we were doing was And I Love Her at the time, which oh, I love it. so beautiful. We've just done it recently, so mm. many of our members will know it now, and it's just so stunning. And between that and the wonderful energy at uh, London Bridge with um, many of the wonderful angels who were there at the time and our MD, Ollie Payne, I just couldn't, I couldn't not come back. I was, I was mm. in within five minutes. I was set. Um, I've been a member of the team since uh, about halfway through autumn term 2019. I, um, I'd moved out of London at this point and I was working in Stevenage. So getting into London wasn't very, very easy for me. But um, we'd opened a venue up in Windsor and I went along for a rehearsal and Charlie was there and a few weeks later the offer was made and it was just sort of perfect. Unfortunately, Windsor had to fold. We went for about half a term. It didn't, it, it, it just wasn't meant to be at the time, I think. Mm. I remember yeah. some of the uh, Windsor crew went along to Richmond um, yeah. as well. So I got to meet a few of them and there was one gentleman in particular who was just so enthusiastic. It was amazing. Yes, yeah. I, I can't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about because yeah. he was basically the only gentleman who was a regular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a curse. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's basically your four-year anniversary then, isn't it, Vicky? Yeah, it's it's quite weird. It feels like so much longer and so much less simultaneously. Mm. It feels like women has been part of my life forever, but that I haven't, because I that haven't been as as many performances as I'd have liked because of my own physical disabilities and because of COVID and not living in London. It also feels like a lot shorter time, which is a bit mm. bizarre, but not in a bad way. Excellent. Yeah, time is weird. It's a theme. I think I say it every 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 month. <laughs> yeah, it is a theme on this on this podcast. So well done for joining the Vortex. <laughs> How about you, Katie? I joined uh, Oxford Circus for a taster and we did um, Do You Hear the People Sing, my first song. Oh, wow. Um, so was it, which year was that then, Katie? So that was 2017 in April. Ooh, wow. And we had the fabulous Tom Self at the time, who was our MD. So I was hooked from the minute I walked in the door. I just kind of walked in, sat down with everyone. I just realised I found my people. <laughs> And um, it's just been a lovely journey since then. Uh, lots of memories and to completely treasure for the rest of my life and lots of exciting things coming up that I can't wait to look forward to. And I was lucky enough to be asked to be part of the team in 2019, um, around May time. So we have a, a few 2019 angels in the group then. Oh, we, we do. do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I joined in 2019, so it's... I mean, uh, it was a good those, year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah obviously. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, and when did you start choir leading? Um, around September 2021, and that's when I started um, at Fulham. And it's been an absolute joy um, working with the members there. They literally are the highlight of my week. And it's been lovely um, flitting around to other venues, um, angeling and supporting the rest of the team, so... It really is just a lovely place to be. It really does lift my spirits after a hard day's work. <laughs> I finally visited Fulham uh, recently, which was nice because <laughs> I've never actually made it to Fulham prior to 2020. Um, and oh my God, the acoustics in that place are amazing. Oh, it's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Mm -hmm. So good. And everybody's really lovely. I mean, everybody's really lovely everywhere, but yeah, it's yeah. just nice. <laughs> I guess my next question is, what has been your favourite performance or experience with Wemek? I mean, for me, it's very, very on theme with the episode of this podcast. It's the opportunity to perform at Disney. It's, I thought that might yeah. be the answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a it's a very, very rare opportunity that we are so lucky to have. And the, the performing arts team there are just amazing. And working not only with Lauren, but the other MDs, it's, it's an experience I don't think I could ever duplicate anywhere else. And I don't think I'd ever want to. It's just so unique and so wonderful and inspiring. It is the kind of thing where you would have to be in an actual performing arts 
um, sort of school or uh, group to actually get anywhere near that. So I think we're very yeah. fortunate with the connection. I was so proud of you in March because I watched the the, the live stream um, on Instagram and you were just front and center in the Alta section was. living your best life. And I was just like, yay, Vicky. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good to see. It was, yeah, my, my health hasn't been great as quite a few of you guys know. And um, to be able to do that and to, have to stand up the whole way through that performance and just give it every ounce of energy I have really struggled the next day, but it was so worth it. Yeah, I was so proud, Definitely. so happy. The joy was radiating. As ever, this is an audio podcast, but I think it's not worth noting that uh, Vicky is sat with uh, her Disney ears on, so she's definitely on theme. Um, which one? Which ones are they? For the we'll we'll take a screenshot at some point. Which ones are they, Vicky? Uh, these are the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary ears because I was there recently. Yay! I feel there. we'll be we'll be coming onto that. Let's circle back I'm to sure. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about you, Katie? I think my favourite performance um, more recently was the BBC New Year's Eve gig. We were very lucky to be asked to do. Um, but secondly, definitely would be the Disney, um, the Disney gigs. Every single one we've done has been slightly different and the team are absolutely exceptional at bringing the best experience. And we've learned something new every time. I mean, I, I have to restrain myself from going every time, <laughs> um, but the amount of stuff you learn, the energy of the directors and the musical directors and the team, Lauren van Kempen, Barbara, they were amazing last time. Um, and obviously the support of the production team of Wapnick as well with leading up to the travel over. It's just been exceptional, the whole experience. And I'd recommend it to anyone if they're on the fence and considering going, just do it. This is the best thing you'll do. Yeah. Katie Lou, I also wanted to ask um, if you had any kind of highlights from the earlier years of being in choir, because I think, well, yeah, I mean, you're you're kind of the veteran angel at this point, besides maybe Maxine and Lynn. So I would say, to be honest, the VNA has been a really lovely experience to do. Um, I hope we're going back there this year. I'm really hoping we do get to go back. That just somehow just sits with me um, every year it has. And it's just been a shame that the pandemic has kind of put a pause on that for now. Um, but that is a really lovely experience, I find. Um, and another one would be Hampton Court when we've done that one. That's been a real experience. There was one time we did two performances in the bitter cold at King's Cross and then all hopped on a train. I did three performances at Hampton Court in the um, courtyard and it was absolutely freezing. And um, I just remember I could barely move when I got home. Um, but it was so worth it just being able to sing with everyone. I think there's a consistent theme with uh, choir, um, and this is a it is a positive thing, but it's also um, may, may, may be a, a tiny red flag is that you will often be cold um, singing <laughs> uh, in amazing places, though, which yes. is a good thing. So yeah, Steps to St. Think... Paul's is a particular oh, memory yeah. of mine being probably one of the coldest I've been for a large t- amount of time, mm-hmm. but also having the best time as well. So, yeah. yeah. But you can just um, prepare for that. Layers are yeah. important. Yeah. <laughs> layers, my more layers, recent layers. one. Yeah, my more recent one was when we did Hampton Court Flower Show and I ended up um, getting sunburnt. And everyone else got drinks along the terrace at the riverside afterwards. And you did the I Sunday, I did the Thursday. The difference in weather for Hampton Court last year was incredible. It was crazy. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah. pouring down with rain before we went on, and then just dark overcast. And then Sunday, just watching the live stream, but also all the pictures from all the members, and just like the blazing sun. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, well, as a, as a redhead, I'm quite glad I'm not there. But at the same time, yeah. I'm very jealous. <laughs> Yeah, as um as a redhead, I went home looking like a glowworm. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, amazing. One extreme to another. We are singers for all seasons, which is important. Yeah, and British weather. I mean, it's one of our favorite topics in general in the in this country. But yeah, you have to be prepared for anything. <laughs> Alrighty. So uh, next question is. What is the biggest thing that you've got out of being part of Wemmick or the thing that you cherish the most or has made the most difference to your life? 
the the obvious answer here is the performance opportunities and the fantastic friends and people I've met along the way. Um, on top of that, singing is so 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 good for your mental health. It's such a stress reliever for me. I already mm. I always know when I haven't been at choir for a while because my my stress I tend to get more irritable and my stress levels just go through the roof. Choir is just such a soother. It just it's just my happy place. It's just it's all that's all I can say you know if it's it, it just brings me peace that's that's definitely I think you can you can, you can leave it at that that's uh, that's definitely a good one mm. yeah I can definitely second uh, the mental health side of things it's um I definitely notice if ever I have a week without choir like my stress levels are a lot higher um I just feel a lot more I don't know it's a lot lower in my in my mentality whereas if I've got choir it's just it's incredible and I have to say the best thing I've got out of the choir I moved to London not knowing anyone and walked into that first taster session and it was just immediately you're part of this incredible community and there were people even to this day that I don't know and I'll meet them for the first time and suddenly you've got a friend for life and it's just brilliant, like, especially with all the socials, there's always something going on. Um, you can always talk to people and have never spoken to them before. And you've got this lovely thing in common with the choir and the singing. And it's just, it's just brilliant. Every aspect of it is it really is like a family. Yeah. Recurring theme to that, uh, to that particular answer. So it's a really good thing for me. And uh, I think what with Vicky doing a lot of stuff in the virtual and then Katie you were heavily involved in that as well it's such a, a good support for everyone during quite tricky uh, unprecedented times so and there's been a weird sort of growth and development of um, of choir over the last couple of years I'd say yeah yeah one of my favorite things about the virtual side of things is that it get, enables people who don't have that ability or that outlet near them to be able to access that yeah. and access the community and we do have a great community of online members that we get to see every week who, yeah. who love to stay and chat and it's it's always a lot of fun mm -hmm. um so yeah, much so joy radi radiating off their faces as oh, they're like dancing along just... to the songs from home it's great and um also like last term we had somebody from uh washington in the states so like west coast um and new zealand i mean it was just worldwide yeah it and just to to know that there's so many so many voices i mean in the room in london coming together but then so many voices coming together around the world singing the same thing at the same time it's just that's what that was like the biggest comfort during lockdown was knowing that all of our voices were still coming together in the stratosphere yeah. somewhere even even though we were all alone in our homes we were all together as well it was yeah. just so, such a wonderful experience and yeah, it was a, lot of it. a wonderful experience mm -hmm. right um i guess Time i'm for going the hard to one. yeah <laughs> i'm sorry I, i'm gonna have to ruin the mood and have to ask you a really horrible hard question um Number five, if you could only watch one musical for the rest of time, which one would you choose? Firstly, you're both really mean for asking this question. This is impossible to answer. I mean, we made ourselves answer it first, so we sound <laughs> we sound so nice. That's that's the thing. So it's a bit of a bit of a, a soul snake bite sort of thing coming in and asking <laughs> this mean question. So we're sorry. The hardest question to answer. Um, for me, I, I have to go back to an old favorite. I'm a massive Howard Ashman Adam Menken fan and when I was growing up Correct. The of Horrors was my favourite I, I have always loved it it's a little bit of comedy it's a little bit of horror all the songs are fantastic and it's just so much fun to watch and I would watch it over and over again and whenever I'm sad it always brings a smile to my face so I always go back to it I know it's not an obvious answer but that's one of the other reasons I love it is it's a bit of an outlier I think, it again, it depends on the mood with musical theatre. Um, but my heart always goes back to Les Mis. That's just one that I just adore. The orchestration, everything about it from set changes. Um, I've seen it in different capacities, like the concert version, the tour, and um, the original version. And 
all three versions that I've seen so far are just incredible. So I think I'm going to have to pick that one as much as there's so many others <laughs> to choose from. Okay, so uh, that question was hard, but <laughs> don't implode your Katie, heads you when I ask you this. <laughs> Katie, don't do it. This is very no, no, mean. No, 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 no. No, it's not. It's just, it's on theme. So Disney, go. Little Mermaid. Okay, I'm solid, going with solid it. Choice. <laughs> solid just, choice. Well done. I know that right. um, picking a favorite Disney was very difficult for you. <laughs> it was very difficult. I just had to throw it out there. Just answer quickly. Don't don't think. It's a good choice. Okay. That is I the don't know. Disney I don't know I what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, what what exactly was the question there, KTG? Um, just to, was it like just. Disney Go or your favorite Disney musical? Or I what? mean, that was a place to start, so we can start there. So um, it was literally, we have our two resident Disney experts on the podcast with us in Vicky the and Katie Lou. on Katie Lou and Vicky's faces there was quite, quite yeah. something. Yes, and yes. <laughs> I appreciate the, the blurting out of Little Mermaid because I think yeah. I probably answer similarly. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we do have two of our resident Disney um, fanatics connoisseurs aficionados many other many other words um what is it about disney that you love so much and uh you know you're happy to tell the world about where to start wow <laughs> i feel oh. like i tried to put some structure in there and i don't know if it's helped so i think <laughs> i think it's a disney big question go. okay <laughs> so question. yeah um Let's take it to the fact that you've both been um, at a Disney park or multiple Disney parks this year for big anniversary years. Mm -hmm. What has that experience been like to get to be there for that? I think it's just been really special to be there and um, to watch, I think to watch um, Paris as well when we were there. um, It was post pandemic watching it kind of grow and all these exciting kind of um, changes to the park with all the costumes Stella McCartney had designed for the um, characters um, the innovation with all the shows and you can see the passion on all of their faces and the excitement to welcome everyone back into the park and to have the celebration of the um, 25th anniversary as well on top of that was just something really special to be a part of um, that would pretty much sum it up for me yeah, I mean, being at Disney is always very, very special. If you've not experienced it, mm. I can't. You you won't understand until you've been there. My my fiance was never a Disney person. We went to Walt Disney World, and now he wants to go back. It's amazing. He's, we we've been back a month and a half, and he's miserable that he's not there. And before he wasn't convinced he would even like it, even though I knew he would. It's 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 just magical it's the mm. correct it's the the reason why Disney World is described as the most magical place on earth is because it, it it is just magical yeah any Disney park I've ever been to has always been magical it's just this whole separate world where you can forget about all the negativity in life and just dream again and and it's, it unlocks that inner child that we all have yes. but we don't get to engage with as often and it's just so freeing mm. um, definitely to be there in an anniversary year is something else entirely they they add out so much extra stuff um there's extra food and entertainment costumes so many flourishes the new drone show that they're doing at Disneyland Paris for their anniversary this year is just stunning absolutely incredible um and it's the first drone show ever in a Disney park and it's just it's just perfect the way they've done it mm-hmm. and the new music and it's just you know as a, even as a, a Disney I'm gonna go with connoisseur as Ollie put it that's my favorite use of that term now um, there we go yep you, you have that <laughs> even as a Disney connoisseur who loves going to the parks and has been to Disneyland Paris far too many times in the last three years and is on the verge of buying an annual pass yeah. it still gives me goosebumps every single time oh I definitely agree with that you get that warm fuzzy feeling the minute you hear that music as you enter the park it's just incredible I and I have really yet lucky. to get I have yet to get through the fireworks without crying <laughs> I know and it, it manages to leave like 
moments that just last forever. First time I was back in the Disney park for years was when we went in 2019 to Disneyland Paris to perform in Let's Sing Christmas. And when we arrived at Sequoia Lodge, which is a Woodland Lodge themed hotel, it's literally started snowing. It's just little moments like that that just cement on your, just sort of imprint on your, your memory mm. and just become core memories. And it's just completely, yeah. Just um, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but uh, I, I know I've said this before, but I, I performed there as a kid um, with my school multiple times. And uh, in 2019, when I finally got on Space Mountain on the Sunday morning, um, I nearly cried when the ride ended because it just, it, the memory of it was just so, I didn't think I remembered it in that amount of detail, but I really did. And I was just like, oh, wow, <laughs> a roller coaster just made me tear up. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, like I have just flashes of memory um, from all of the trips I took as a kid and they're just always going to be there. Um, one of my best friends sent me uh, pictures of her, of she and her parents. I've forgotten that her parents had been there um, when we went in the ninth grade. So we were like 14, 15 um, and they'd filmed it. And they watched it over Christmas and Elise sent me screen, like a picture of us on screen. I was just like, oh, wow, I've barely changed hilariously. Like my hair is the same in everything. <laughs> but yeah, it was just amazing to, to see that again, because I don't have pictures of us on stage from then, because that was before camera phones and stuff. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about that sort of like, um, you know, amount of time, uh, I think we're hopefully speaking to Sue from Disney Performing Arts uh, in the next couple of episodes um, yep. to continue so the excited. Disney theme. And <clears throat> when we were there in March, she and a few other people had their name badges, but they had a very sort of like prominent ribbon underneath. And it means that they were there for the opening of the park in 1992. So they've been there at minimum 30 years um so yeah I think it, it sort of speaks volumes about you know the type of environment it is for them to work yeah. and the immense pride in in creating that um that magic for people so mm -hmm. I, I but the thing is I saw so many people with those ribbons after I clocked the first one with Sue mm -hmm. it was just like wow that is that is, that is staff retention and it's best so yeah. yeah I miss that little factoid I am gonna have to be on that on the lookout for those ribbons when I'm there. You yeah. are welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have another question in the Disney theme for you guys. Um, along the script. Uh, uh, ooh, I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm going rogue a lot these days. Um, no, it's based on um, what you were just saying about memories. So I want to know what your earliest Disney memory is in whatever form that may be. Um, I went to Disneyland Paris shortly after it opened um I don't know if it was that year or the year after my brother would have been about I would have been about seven so uh, it was probably oh god maybe a year up later I'm not doing that math and I'm not revealing the answer to that question <laughs> um it was probably that year or the year later and it was my first time going to Disney and I went with um my my mum my dad my brother and my older half-sister and it was it was just like so much fun um, my dad is not a ride person he wasn't a ride person then he remains not a ride person you might just about get him on rapids but that's about it there aren't any rapids at Disneyland Paris and it's mostly too cold to go on them anyway there but um uh, he he still tried to partake and have fun um just going on so Dumbo was the ride I, I went on with my mum uh, she wasn't she was a massive big ride person but I'm not a massive small ride person and went on that with me and it's one of my my firmest memories other than soaking my brother in Alice's labyrinth by tricking him into getting sprayed well Brilliant. Done. <laughs> <laughs> little brothers have to be taught occasionally normally they're the ones who get a one-upmanship so I have to take oh yes well done for all big sisters out there well done yes <laughs> take the shot take the shot do it <laughs> How about yeah. you, Katie? I think one of my fondest memories, I mean, I've been going ever since I was a young child um, with my family. Um, that's one of the things I was lucky with. They got annual passes for us when it first opened. And my parents, where we've got the hotel, we've 
very rarely get any time off to book holidays. So anything done was very spontaneous and it was very much on the day. So I used to get woken up at like from the age of like six or seven in the middle of the night with patch your bags, we're going to Disney and we'd leave at 2 a.m. And it was the best ever way to be told. We'd get in the car, drive all the way there. But we did have this one year we decided to take my grandmother and it, she'd never been. And it was her 70th birthday. We'd set up um, the characters to come and sing happy birthday with the staff. That was a really special moment. She got very tearful and um, she experienced Small World for the first time. And watching her go around Small World, like she had this childlike um, expression, her lip quivered, she was a bit tearful and that will always stick with me. So no matter how how irritating that ride is to some people now, <laughs> I always, always will enforce it and say, we're going on it. I don't care if you... Um, you suffer just for this next five minutes but it always reminds me of her and that's one thing that I always have to try and do whenever I go but that's definitely a lovely memory that sticks with me have you really been to Disney if you didn't go on small worlds I agree yeah exactly unfortunately it wasn't in March but um so I technically still haven't been to Disney no and I don't think we have to rectify this Ollie I know I know I need to get my, uh, I mean, uh, obviously I'm going to be there in September for the performances, but I've been told in no uncertain terms by at least one person on this podcast um, (laughs) that I need to get my uh, my rides up uh, from the uh, lofty heights of two. Um, So, yeah. um, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I've done pretty much all the rides at Disney and Paris previously. I have managed to net a grand total of, I think, maybe four across three choir trips. I don't uh, go for the Vicky, rides. Thank I go you so to much. I needed parks. that. I am so happy to just be there. I don't need to race onto all yeah. the rides. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. Katie I, face. I appreciate. I appreciate that. <laughs> Katie Lou's face and Katie G's face is a picture right now. But I, I, I didn't see that going that way, Vicky, with your Disney paraphernalia yeah. behind you uh, and everything. I thought uh, you could say, "I'm going to be honest. I'm incredibly disappointed with uh, you." But thank uh, you. It's a much, a much more positive thing. So. <laughs> I love the rides, but I don't need to go on Pirates of the Caribbean three times a year. But being—I mean, there, I do. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I said Pirates of the Caribbean, by the way, because on purpose. Two rides, because... Ollie went on. Yes, exactly. One of yep. them was Pirates, and I was there, so exactly. I, I know it. I knew that one. Um... <laughs> That's good retention, right there. Well yeah, done. and I have a good memory with <laughs> Katie memories. Lou on it as well because <laughs> we were. <laughs> Katie Lou decided to run onto it with me because I was I was getting slightly like distressed that I'd not been on very many rides yet uh it was it was late on the Saturday and I was just like I'm running out of time so Katie Lou was a total trooper and ran onto Pirates with me and we were in the front row and Katie was like I'm gonna scream I'm like I'll scream with you it's fine I was like the drops aren't big I promise but I'll scream with you (laughs) and it's just a really funny picture of us I think I still it's... got that picture and it was my reaction going around. I was clinging on for dear life uh-huh. at yeah, the and front and saying, is it coming you, now? Definitely. Is it coming now? <laughs> this drop. And Katie was like, you need to chill. It's coming in a bit. <laughs> Calm down. And I was freaking and we have out. To, we have to go up first to go down. We'll know when it's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> I, I, I do love the irony of Katie Lou, who is not a drop person, telling Ollie he has to go on more rights. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I, I remember being on uh, Pirates with you, Vicky, but also it was um, Matt and I were sat front row in the yeah. like basically our lead boat of the people we were going with. And um, it was so funny because it was like, OK, up, 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 up. And then down the first time, I was like, wow, that, that was that was good fun. But it's the second drop. and I'm not giving away anything particularly here, but it's the second one where you're kind of going down this really ominous looking tunnel and there's like, lightning crash and everything and suddenly there was just this image of the boat 20 yards ahead of us kind of disappearing in a flash with just these people screaming in arms I went oh crap what the hell is that and just kind of knowing the um inevitable doom I was going into but it was it was it was a very fun drop but it was just I that seared onto my memory it's just literally just See? these people going <laughs> just, it was amazing I, I have to say those of you who don't like drops it is not a big drop it's not big don't let, not. Don't I can let, 100% confirm yeah, yeah. honestly I've I've now done the Tower of Terror sort of 
thing and yeah i don't think my, you're gonna my, get my definition yeah, my definition of drops has has changed since March, but uh, yeah, it was uh, that first ride for me. And just watching these people looking absolutely terrified, I went, "Oh man, this is not boding well for me in the next thirty seconds." So yeah, but it was good. Oh yeah, a special place in my heart that one. Um, that that ride uh, when I went as a kid multiple times. I went on yeah. that ride, but oh my god, the queue just long, always long. Um, which is why I was so surprised when Katie and I literally re- like ran through to get to uh, the boats it was amazing the um, trick for rides is to go on during the parade and the fireworks because everyone else true. is watching yeah. those very true um but yeah that song very stuck in my head it's probably yeah. why i fell in love with the first pirates of the caribbean movie so much <laughs> but uh yeah it was conditioned into me by listening to that song over and 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 yeah. if you're a big fan of the movie there are a lot of references on that ride because obviously mm-hmm. yeah. it's inspired yeah. by the ride they've updated things mm-hmm. and then they've gone back to the ride you have to update things but um yeah, yeah there are things on that ride that are in the movie and if you don't know the ride well and the movie well you'll never know which is which which mm-hmm. i love mm-hmm. they've managed to make it seamless yeah it's very cool um what is your favorite ride oh, oh. Well, no, you can't do that. Lou, getting in on the hard questions, I actually. Ah. Well done. <laughs> Had to be done. Mm. Oh, dear. I could start. Mine would be soon. Peter Pan's flight. I, I, knew, I knew that. <laughs> it's just so magical flying it through is. the stars. It, it really is. is. It's gorgeous. Just, oh, when the windows open to London and you're in the stars, oh, it's the best. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the answer to my question is not a Disneyland Paris answer. It is Splash Mountain. Cool. Um, I, I loved the cartoon elements of some of the stuff when I was growing up, despite the controversy, obviously, that exists around it. I was not aware of that as a child. And I mm. went on the ride as a child and I absolutely fell in love with it. And I, the music is just so much fun. It's, it's just a silly ride. And I am very, very excited to see what they're going to do with it when they refurbish it, both the American Parks' versions Mm. I have a funny story on that one when I went on that ride I took so much rescue remedy for them drops and um a couple of margaritas as well um (laughs) I have photo evidence of this as well but as we went down the final drop um my friends were saying look at the um look at the fireworks and I had some very colorful language come out that I won't repeat on here but um thank you I just remember going into full fetal position next to my best friend and I uh, it very near enough broke her nose mid-drop. <laughs> so I have that <laughs> photo evidence of me smacking her in the face as we're going down. It's, yeah. So that's you, my memory. Of space. You'll, you'll love to see it. Great. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. I have to make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just having like now flashbacks of like how that could have happened to me. <laughs> pirates was a, the, the boat was a bit wider on pirates. So you'd have been safer yeah. and the drops weren't quite as bad. Yeah. So also, true. also true. Also <laughs> true. Uh, no. Yeah. The drops on, on splash, the, the smallest one is as big as the biggest one on pirates. I think. Oh my there, God. There are yeah. Thereabouts. Yeah. There are three of them amazing i love those types of rides the water yeah, ones it's a, it's a proper log bloom yeah i love it and you never yeah. never I'm... know unless you know it well when they're coming yeah the one that in the dark like is not fun where, you, where it goes dark and then suddenly you <laughs> feel yourself go down a double drop i'm like oh my god amazing oh my god okay that's on my list for when we all go for our choir performance at some point in the future please charlie please 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 <laughs> Please make this happen. I couldn't wait any longer, but I will still go. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> so I listened to you about doing this for years and I was like, I cannot wait. I need to go back. So I did. Yep. And I haven't been yet at all. So uh yeah. But just as a, a as a as a recommendation to any any people who want to go to Disney, um, well, any of them, but especially in Florida, um, well. That's, that's the expertise. I, I have already gathered lots of notes on what to do, but Vicky will know how to plan your entire trip for you. 
so well, listen until they and, change and... things in five seconds but um because they are always changing things True. but I, True. I can give you the hints of where to get the best information yep and i'm sure katie you have lots of hints and tips as well, well oh yeah Katie has the inside knowledge which i don't get so very true insider knowledge it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> um so we have a bit of a theme going obviously with this month's podcast disney clearly um but to link it to the question that we asked the choir um what is who is which is your favorite disney princess so mine's um a joint triple way tie i cannot choose okay it's impossible for me to choose um (laughs) growing up it was belle she was the princess i identified with outcasts in her hometown love books daydreaming it was exactly who I identified with but on the modern side both Tiana and Rapunzel are excellent female role models and until we had Tiana it was rare to get a real female role model in a Disney film it just didn't happen and so those two and then Rapunzel is just a badass if you haven't she just she's just amazing if you haven't seen tangled please go and watch it please she's just amazing yeah. and so ladies frying pans are weapons if you need to defend yourselves oh yes <laughs> and if you know, i you love know. that movie so much oh my god yeah i <laughs> also love that movie i i got to it relatively late on um but i it's just such a good movie so um the the story is great rapunzel is as as vicky says a badass um, and then I think the whole relationship with uh, Flynn Rider and uh, and so on is is brilliant. The, and the songs, the songs are so good. If people don't know Tangled yeah. and don't know the songs, please go and watch They're Tangled because not... they are so good. Mother Knows Best is one of my favourite yeah. villain songs. Mm. It's just... And the, the, I see the, the light with the one of my, yes. I see yeah. the light, it's one of it's my favourite Disney ballads. And can I just say, Alan Menken? Yes. Yeah. yeah again yeah. funny that yeah but mm-hmm. the way that they have that whole scene with the lanterns it's just beautiful like it, it's, it's just... like I know it's not real I know it's a cartoon but I'm just like oh my god this is stunning you can, <laughs> you can imagine they'll do that with drones think, yeah you can yeah think it's oh my gosh so yes mm. it's yeah oh wow Any, uh, anyone that... that in the yeah exactly with drones. oh can they please yeah. do that there we go they are going to build uh i think it's a new area in the tokyo one of the tokyo parks that's rapunzel themed i think and i would okay. love it if that was there now I'm, now i'm going to japan i'm, I'm starting to save wait till they build it <laughs> okay it'll take before me a while get, to save <laughs> before we get to katie lee's answer it's remiss to me if we're talking about tangled as much as this that uh, we got a dream that isn't mentioned because that is one of my favorite songs. Love that song from yeah, any so any Disney fun. film. It's yeah. so that scene is so yeah. good, and, and uh, the lyrics again. Yeah, so yeah, amazing. The and and I mean the other reason I love Tangled so much is Mandy Moore and Zach Levi. Equine. Oh my god! I mean also uh, also Equine, but Mandy um, Moore. I yes. mean that girl can sing, and mm-hmm. Zach Levi is just. He's, I mean, I've loved him since the, the first second I watched the Chuck episode, but, and I didn't know that he could sing. And then he was in this and I was just like, oh my God, he's more perfect. He's perfect. <laughs> you can hear the smolder through the screen. It's just yes. amazing. Yeah. Uh, and yes, uh, as well as Equine, we have got to mention Pascal, who is the sassiest uh, I love of all him. the sidekicks. Just so good. One of my favourite things to spot at the park in March, which is I think they're, they're new this year or they're relatively new or the Disney connoisseurs are going to laugh at me. The little magnetic um, characters that can sit on your shoulder. The shoulder there plushes. Was, yeah, shoulder plushes. I kind of want to get one of of, uh, of Pascal, definitely. Yes. But Gro- Grogu was very good. But, um, Pascal yeah, does Pascal exist. Pascal is I the winner. Yeah. I saw him today. Oh, I came back with one from Disney World and I almost came back with Remy as well. And I had to, I limited, I told myself before I went, I was allowed one shoulder plush, one pair of ears and one backpack. And I was very good and stuck to my limits. Well done. Um, but I well really just wanted a Remy one, but I know they sell them in Paris and I know I'll be back there this year. So <laughs> I didn't say one a year. 
<laughs> exactly. exactly. We, I, didn't, I didn't hear nothing. Yeah. <laughs> one, one a day while you're there? No, 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 no. don't. I'm sorry. No. I suggested that. No. <laughs> yes, Grogu was very, very cute. I, I almost picked him up as well. Oh. With his little legs dangling as well. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's definitely going to happen. Um, right, we, we've Katie. waxed lyrical about Tangled, which I'm <laughs> yeah. very happy about. Katie, what's yours? If it's Tangled, I don't care. It's going to be just more reason to talk about it. Yeah. I think it's between two, I think. I'm just going to keep it short. Firstly, it would be Ariel, just because she's my childhood favourite, and I just loved her voice as a child. Oh, I just yes. loved it. 100%, and I, yeah. Yeah, and I just loved um, her relation, close relationship with her dad as well. Like, that moment at the end always gets me. Yes. Um, yeah, and secondly, it would be Merida. I just Ooh. love how feisty she is and I love the fact that she's so strong-willed in what she wants and she doesn't want to she kind of breaks her expectations yeah. and I love that she kind of digs her heels in she's free-spirited and yeah I like that, that you I, picked the redheads yeah. good choice yeah, yeah just that. spontaneous it was that wasn't planned but yeah I just yeah. love she's not that typical princess that wants yeah. to get married she's the complete opposite yeah and it's Definitely. okay <laughs> yeah, it's the reason I love Tiara it's I, I love that between us we've managed to come in with all the feminist princesses yeah, work, yeah. Work, working lady that's um, definitely Tiana she's so good and mm. I saw the princess and the frog I think only when I got Disney plus the other year and I was like oh this is such a great film why have I not done this before it but is. I think it's it just a... it was hard to get a hold of the films unless you went out and got the actual yeah. like DVDs it for a while and then now there's a glut of them on Disney plus it's like yeah. it's so much easier well with Princess and the Frog it was the last the two the animated films so it didn't get a big pickup it was already a dying art form exactly. and um, of course there's that innate um change in princess skin color that would have put some people off and shouldn't have done mm. um but my one of my favorite things about tiana is that she works for what she wants exactly she, her best yeah. friend is sitting there standing there wishing on stars and she is working two jobs and working to the bone to make her dreams happen and that is such an excellent role model for anyone um obviously you have to work to the bone but if it to make to not rely on wishes coming true and making your own dreams happen is such an inspiring thing um, and it's such an underrated movie and I could mm-hmm. talk about underrated movies for ages I do have that's too many just in case we do that but I like how they're very spreading. quickly mm, sorry can I just very quickly can I go back to A Little Mermaid um yeah. I think for me the reason I love Disney music is Jodie Benson's vocals in that film mm. and the way that she, in um the way that she says burn in um part of uh, your world yeah well thank you we can, we, can cut, we, we can cut this bit to make it sound like I didn't have a complete mental breakdown there um, <laughs> but yeah it's um it's just it's so good it's just acted through song and the, the vocal is so you know pure as well um mm. yeah I think it's a large part of why I loved Disney music growing up yeah. just oh. that moment yeah for anyone no. who hasn't seen it yet I highly recommend Ashman or no Howard sorry it's beautiful isn't it Howard the oh my gosh yes if you haven't seen it and um, it talks a lot about how they tried to revive the stage musical in Disney musical films and why Howard Ashman and Anna Menken was so pivotal to the Disney renaissance beginning with The Little Mermaid and it's just such an ins- an insightful documentary and um, 100%. yeah that's why the little moment is so good it's because it's a musical theater film in animated form exactly and it's it's stunning yeah I 100% agree with Howard I would recommend anyone to watch that um especially as we're currently covering Beauty and the Beast um Mm -hmm. and it's currently Pride Month as well um and yeah there's just so many aspects to that it's there's a lot um that's related to his story. I don't want to give too much away um, that's to do with that. And um, It's an incredibly moving story in the really documentary. And I think it, it, Howard Ashman and Alan Menken are just unbelievably important to the success that Disney has to this day. Yeah. Because the animated studios were basically, basically dying a death and not producing yeah. anything very good. And then suddenly they went down the musical route with these two 
off the back of Howard Ashman doing Little Shop of Horrors, of course, mm. which we've already mentioned. But yeah, it's uh, such an important like 10 year period that just actual magic was weaved by those two, those two amazing yeah. creative people. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and it's it still happening to this day. The the new songs in the live action Little Mermaid film are being penned by Lin Manuel Miranda and Alan Menken. Oh, that's um, gonna be so good. And yeah, and Alan Menken has been working with um, Justin Paul and Be- um, Ben Pasek. Um, oh my god! As well, I had previously worked with them on um, a Disney project. I can't remember which one it is off the top of my head, which is really annoying because I knew this fact yesterday. Mm. It's okay. You not knowing something proves. It's the exception to the rule. It proves oh, it. it. Will it's come fine. To me. Give me a I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, there was some Ooh. exciting news that dropped yesterday. Oh, um, Hercules is now going to be made into a live action and directed by Guy Ritchie. Well. Oh my word. So Hercules yeah, has been on the live action list for a while, but that the fact that it's going to be Guy Ritchie is so exciting to me because, and I'm going to say this, my favourite of the live action remakes is Aladdin. It's directed beautifully. It's it's stunning. It, it's not a great, like I don't love any of the remakes particularly, but um, the direction in that one is just stellar. Um, and the action sequences are fantastic, and that will be quite fun for Hercules, which obviously has quite a few of those. Good songs as well. And I yes. think I'm in fairly safe company going. I decredit sequence with Michael Bolton singing uh, "Go the Distance" is oh one of my one of my favourite power ballads. I'd say it's just it's a ludicrous ludicrous song. <laughs> yeah. it's an amazing song. Uh, I won't mention the fact that it's part of the Disney Renaissance, which means we now all know who helped co-write those songs. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, it's, it's amazing. And I do, it's, it's going to be a difficult one for them to cast though, I think, because they, they, I mean, they have two serious leads they have to consider. And then of course, what do they do about Philip Titius? Because everyone is going to want Danny DeVito back. And I, I don't see how they do that unless they make him CGI. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see what they do with it. Have to think about replacements. We we were talking to um, someone else uh, for another episode um, yesterday about uh, Daniel Craig being casted into um, <laughs> into musicals, and I don't think it's going to work for. He could be quite a good Hades in a way, maybe. Who knows? So, who knows? Mm. Uh, anyway, that that that's a random link. Um, oh, I, yeah, I struggle it's... seeing anyone other than James Woods as Hades, to be honest. His voice. I is just love James it. Woods, and he's, he's amazing. Spot on. Um, and I really, really hope so that deliciously series comes to Disney Plus because if the Disney gods are listening, please bring us Hercules, Hercules, the animated series to Disney Plus. It's amazing. I'm sure they will. Should we finish? It took them a few years and we got Tailspin. So yeah. <laughs> Should we finish this Disney themed segment by having a wish upon a star from Vicky for Hercules, the animated series coming back to, uh, mm. come oh, to Disney that's, Plus? That's not my ultimate wish upon the star, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay but now you have to tell us what your ultimate one is well if we're talking disney plus i want the entire vault on there i want all of it why do we not have all the animated series why do we only have the new stuff and some of the old stuff it's not fair i'm hoping it's a release strategy yeah knows. i'm sure it is because yeah, we'll i never <laughs> expected to see spider-man on disney plus ever and they're they've released some spider-man oh, stuff now yes <laughs> that, that that a lot of that dropped yesterday uh, friday yeah so i'm really Sunday excited about already. that because there you can't re-watch all of marvel without watching spider-man <sighs> so yeah um but, yeah I recently rewatched it all. And when I got to, I was like, where's Spider-Man? And then I was like, oh, I forgot Sony. <laughs> yes. I mean, the first of the MCU Spider-Man movies is on there now. There's yes. Films, yeah. If you like the older films. Andrew Garfield story, is perfect. Amy's trilogy is there. Mm. And the amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Andrew Garfield, man. Films are there, unfortunately. Yeah. Andrew Garfield is perfect. He is just amazing. And yep. I like I Tom Holland, but him for another hour, but yeah, yeah no. but Andrew Garfield is perfect, just perfect. And the boy can sing. I didn't need him to be any more perfect. So there's a theme here <laughs> between Andrew Garfield and Zachary Levi. Didn't need them to be more perfect. And then they sing. Tick tick boom! Oh my word! Oh, if you oh, haven't gosh, seen yes. it, please, please, not Disney, but oh my god, yes, so it it is so just good. beautiful. Um, 
because yeah. also and, yeah. it's pride month so I feel like we can we can randomly segue even though I'm sure Ollie wants me to stop talking um tick, no, tick. no it's, a, it's a perfectly good segue and I'm not going to stop you. you from going into pride month but Thank the only you. thing I'm conscious of is time time but I know than, but I know it's it's fine we, we, it's just going to be a, a larger edit job for you Katie to I know begin with. I know it's fine <laughs> so I'm doing it for um, your own good I know I know I know <laughs> uh but it's important so I want to talk about it um if you love rent and you don't know tick tick boom you're going to because i didn't i didn't know much about it at all you are going to absolutely adore getting to hear the beginnings of rent through the whole movie like they're just little snippets and you're like oh my god that's rent and then a little while later oh my god it's rent again and you can just see how that started and it i mean that just took my breath away and that was just one of the things that took my breath away in that movie. It's just, yeah, really, really good. And for me, Andrew Garfield was robbed of the Oscar. He absolutely 100% is Jonathan Larson in that movie. 100%. You don't even realise it's Andrew Garfield playing him. He just becomes Jonathan Larson. It's seamless. And yep. um, yeah, can we just talk about how amazing Manuel Miranda's director debut was? Yep. I suppose we can talk about that. Yes. <laughs> we, we should uh... end couple threat at this point. I've lost count of how many skills he has. Yeah. <laughs> He's not an EGOT winner yet, is he? But he should be if he. No, I mean... but we did get the latest one this year. That's um, true. In Jennifer Hudson. I know. How cool. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. <laughs> awesome. Right. Vicky, Disney movie. Go. Um, it's Lilo and Stitch for me. It's it's Lilo and Stitch for me, which is a, wow. probably surprising. I love anything Renaissance, but Lilo and Stitch. It's it is the first movie that was really actually realistic, even though it's got an alien in it that portrayed a <laughs> real family coming up dealing with actual real life issues. Um, Nanny gives up her entire world to look after her sister after after what they go through and the guy who's interested in her just gives her her space which you never see in a movie ever and mm-hmm. then you've got Stitch and Lilo who are both misfits who find each other it teaches at you that no matter who you are there's a place for you somewhere in the world that you have a family and ohana and it's just so every time I see it it just again it's like little shock of horrors I get a massive smile on my face it can cheer me up from any dark mood um, I was surprised by my answer as well, but um, that's a very good answer. I think mm-hmm. uh, knowing one of our Manchester men, yeah, I have a Hunchback and Empress New Groove because those are amazing. Where well. Hunchback has one of the best Disney soundtracks, and if you have yes. not listened to the Broadway cast recording, oh my god, it's so I've got good, to, so good, it is one of the best musical theatre albums on the planet. Absolutely. And then Disney Groove is just the funniest Disney movie. And the first time they did a comedy animated movie that just it's just fantastic. Well, that's a, a really strong way to finish. Yeah, we say. have our to-do um, lists. Everybody yeah, listening, yeah, you now have your to-do list. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think one of our Manchester members, uh, Aaron, will appreciate your shout-out. Uh, uh, Aaron and I bonded quite heavily over Stitch. <laughs> oh, my we God. <laughs> they have so much merch i was just i i loved it i was just i was talking to them and it was so funny it's just like i kind of want to get this um what was it like um i was um what do you call it um it's just like a, a candy um bucket thing oh yeah with more lilo stitch and i went yeah, you do, do what, you do whatever you want to do this is like they the 11th that. hour I, I yeah <laughs> yeah it was so funny i just looked i went just I think at this stage, it's fine. If you want to get it, that's fine. Just do it. But I, I don't know how you're going to get home uh, with all the stuff you've got, but well done. So anyway, um, yeah, what a way to finish. Uh, um, Hunchback of Notre Dame being thrown in there um, and uh, the Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, amazing. Good choice. Right. Thank you, Disney Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's been me an enormous fun. Disney for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, best subject. There we go. Why is this not a weekly thing? Where Disney, I mean, actually, can we make this a regular thing, a monthly thing, where Disney fans and the choir just sit here and chat about it for an hour? Disney therapy. Oh my god, like that is it. a thing. Maxine, take note. Disney therapy. We're gonna do it. <laughs> Please. <laughs>
Excellent. I think we're, we're coming up with innovative new products. Well done, everyone. Um, great. <laughs> Vicky, Katie Lou, thank you so much for joining thank us. You. And, uh, thank you for having us. seeing you at Disney. Pleasure. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's the end of part one. Uh, loved recording that with Katie Lee and with Vicky. And yeah, make sure to listen out for part two, which will be coming out in a few days' time with Lauren Van Kempen. It's a cracker. See you then.